are in a new week and I am happy to be with you today. I'm excited for this episode because it's an interesting topic. I have a question for you. Do you believe in God? Do you know God? I think it's one thing for us to have an awareness of God or to think, well, I know that God exists. I know he, he's there somewhere. But it's another thing to have a personal relationship with God. In Revelation 20 verse 15, God says, And anyone whose name was not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Now when I read this verse, I thought of the scenario that I'm about to share that would give us a better understanding of what Jesus really is saying here. So just stick with me for a moment. When a mother gives birth to a child, we say that child has been born, right? And the mother will be given a birth certificate as evidence that this child was born at this time, at this place. This is the child's name. This is the name of the child's parents. So that child can take that document as they go throughout their life anywhere to, as, as identification and evidence that this is who I am. I belong to this family. This is proof that I've been born, right? At the end of our lives, whether or not we've placed our faith in Jesus Christ, we're all going to stand before God. At the end of our lives, we're all going to stand before a creator. We're going to stand before Jesus Christ, whether or not we've had a, have a, had a, had a relationship with him on earth. And he's going to open the book of life. And what determines where we spend our eternity, whether that's in heaven with Jesus or in hell without God and in torment, is all dependent on the presence of our names in that book. So when Jesus sees our name, that is evidence to him that we had placed our faith in him on earth. That is evidence to him that we had a personal relationship with him on earth. That's evidence to him that we have been born again. We were born into the family of God. So we belong to him, right? He looks at that and says, hey, they belong to this family. There's their name. They were born again. And you may be thinking, born again? Well, when... We came into the earth, we were born physically. But even though we're born physically, we were born spiritually dead. And so when we place our faith in Jesus Christ, he gives us a relationship with God and awakens us spiritually. So now we have life inside of us because Jesus Christ himself now dwells on the inside of us through his Holy Spirit. So God himself now lives inside of us and has now satisfied that void that we all feel, right? That, that, that void where, oh, I have to go to this person in order to get satisfaction. I have to indulge in food. I have to try all these different kinds of religions. I have to meddle with all these different kinds of spirits and do all these different things in order to satisfy that space that was created because of our sins. And you may be thinking, okay, well, Shelby, why is it that Jesus is the way to God? Why is it no other way? Well, God is a holy God and he's a perfect God. But we in our human sinful state, in our imperfect state, we cannot satisfy that perfection. Right, We can barely even keep our own standards, much as keep God's standards. 
But in his loving kindness and grace and mercy, he decided to send himself and said, okay, I am going to be your righteousness. I am going to be your perfection. And so he sent his son, Jesus Christ, many, many years ago, and he walked this earth like us. He, he, he went through temptations just like we do every day. And then he died on a cross for all of our sins, these, these sins that separate us from God, he died for all of it. And God raised him up from the grave on the third day. And now he is seated in heaven at the right hand of the Father. And he's saying, anyone who wants to believe in me, anyone who wishes to come, anyone who wants to have a relationship with God can come. In Revelation 22, verse 17, he says, The Spirit and the bride say, Come. Let anyone who hears this say, Come. Let anyone who's thirsty come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life. And he tells us in John 14, verse 6, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. And in John 10, verse 9, he says, Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. And so he tells us over and over and over again that in order to get to God, you just need to go through me. I am here. I paid the price. I am your righteousness. I am your perfection. So you don't have to walk around thinking, okay, I'm aware of God, but that's as much as it goes. No, no, no. You can have a personal relationship with God. You don't have to fear when you die. Where am I going to spend eternity? Am I just going to go to hell? Am I just going to be floating around in some abyss? No, you can have that confidence that, hey, I have a personal relationship with God. I am walking, talking with God. We have a good thing going on. Therefore, I know that when I die, I know where I'm going because I'm going to stand before my Savior because I placed my faith in Jesus Christ. So if you're someone who has just had that thought that, oh, I know that God exists or I'm aware of God, but you don't have a personal relationship with him. Or if you didn't even realize that there was a difference between the two, Romans 10 verse 9 to 11, God tells us how, how to do this. And it's pretty simple. I love God so much because he didn't make this hard. You know, he didn't make himself hidden that Oh, you you just you, you can't find me none at all. Or salvation is this really complicated thing. He tells us, if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As Scripture says, anyone who believes in Him will never be put to shame. So it all starts with your faith. Doesn't mean that you're doesn't mean that you're going to know everything about God? Not necessarily, because God is pretty big, and there's a lot of things I still don't understand about God. But I love the fact that it's this mystery, because every day He just reveals more of Himself to me as I as I follow Him. You know, it's it's like He's taking you on an, an, an adventure with a friend, and you get to know Him day in and day out. But if you're waiting to get all your all your questions answered and you know, to, to understand it all before you place your faith in him. You know, you, you may be waiting a while. I love in Hebrews, he tells us, you know, without faith, it is impossible to please God. But he is a rewarder of those who sincerely seek him. And so that tells me that, okay, God, I'll give you my faith. And it's through my faith that I'm not going to have eyes to see you. I'm not going to have a heart to understand you. 
And through that, I now have a relationship with you. So today, just give God your faith. That little faith that you have, even if you may not fully understand it or you're not even fully sure what you're doing, give Him that little seed of faith and watch Him change your life in a way that you never would have thought possible. Thank you all for tuning in today and share this with a friend. You never know, you may just be changing someone's eternity in this moment. Thank you and I can't wait to be with you next week.